Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ladies and gentlemen, Friday, November 22nd, this fall, they've added the date, Creed comes to Cleveland. I am excited. I wanted to put this in about last night. We ran out of time. I go, I got another announcement I have to make. Mark your calendar, folks. One of the greatest earworms of all time, Creed. Totally agree. <laughs> more people love Creed than would admit it. Oh, a lot of well, Way more. These, they are, they're the Elvis of butt rock. This is as good as it gets, man. Scott Staff out there. Oh, man. I got, it's Friday. I got to go. It's after high school football season. What's the date? I was sneezing. I was Friday, sneezing. November 22nd. Well, I might take Wednesday the 20th off and go up to Little Caesars and then do a tour, do a tour with Creed? <laughs> do that? They're in Grand Rapids, on, Grand Rapids on the 19th. Them, Nickelback, a few others. They're the bands that everybody secretly likes that they all tell everybody they hate. That's starting to come back around, though. Because I think people are finally secure enough in that generation, guys who are probably, like Mitch has, Mitch is too young. Do you have any idea about Creed, Mitch? I, I mean, there was that resurgence last year when the Texas yeah. Rangers used them to uh, to will themselves to the yeah. World Series. I mean, that's my greatest extent to the band, although I've known them for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think the halftime show with the, with the Dallas Cowboys that on too. Thanksgiving would probably be the best. For a lot of people, like you can know of them, but the experience in that time when I was in college, when Owen was in the Air Force, when Jason was doing God knows what with God knows who, there were a lot of people who in Atlanta. who listened. That wasn't that long ago. To uh, there were people who listened to Creed but didn't want to admit it, and then they all said they hated Creed. Now people are a little bit more self secure, and they're going, you know what? I like Creed. Now do Wonderwall stuff. Uh, I had a girlfriend who said that that was our song. <laughs> well. I believe Cleveland's... Like that, is she now your wife? No. <laughs> Cleveland's no. foremost authority on Oasis is sitting in that room no. over there. So. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Mitch? No. Oh, oh, that's right. He loves Oasis. Yeah. Yeah, girlfriend in high school said Wonderwall is our song. I went, okay. Whatever. What'd you do to it? You don't got to tell you about that. <laughs> I've got to tell you about any of that. We don't play that greasy. Game. You're the one who brought it up. Well, I'm just saying. No, you brought up Wonderwall. Yeah. I didn't bring up Wonderwall. You did. That's you know, it's a good song. I don't. 
quit making our song, but whatever. You know, it was high school. She could have said anything. I just wanted to say yes to anything at that time. <laughs> anyway, uh, 8 o'clock, we'll go around Super Bowl 58. Jay Binkley is going to join us. Kyle Madsen as well from the Sacramento Bee, Candlestick Chronicles podcast, and Josh Applebaum from V-Sin. Uh, we'll talk about all the lines and everything coming up during around the Super Bowl 58 at 8, 8 o'clock. And then Sham Sharanya is going to join us at 820 NBA Insider. 216-474-0092. Nick had said that he would spend five dollars to $7,000 for a Super Bowl ticket oh yesterday. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I actually believe him because George Sedano from ESPN talked him into buying $200 tequila. So I go, this is a man who throws... Money around like nickels. Like, he does not care. It's not the manhole cover thing. So I'm going, he would spend, like Keith goes, I can't believe he said he would spend five to $7,000 for a ticket. I go, this is a man for who absolutely one would. ticket? For one ticket. You right still now, have to get there. You have to sleep somewhere. You have to eat something. Right now, median price, or excuse me, cheapest ticket is fifty four seventy seven. Average price right now, because I think they might be counting some of the box seats, 9300 for a repeat Super Bowl just a couple of years ago, and a two-time champion that's been there three out of four years, uh, that's that's something. Can I tell you something? What being there is com- totally overrated. It's oh, I totally overrated. I, I, I've never been there, but I've never wanted but this to. This is for the that first reason. time it's ever been in Vegas, right? Yes. So well, location yes. has a little bit to do. with Probably it. a little bit. Yeah, probably. But it's the first time it's in a true travel destination, like a vacation. America's place. Well, Miami and San Diego and. I mean, Vegas isn't. So, I don't know if I'd call it Vegas a vacation it's more a, than a it's bender. A tourist destination more than it's a forty-eight hour bender. Yeah. yeah, a lot of adults go in there. A lot of adults with money who want to. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Go there and be a part of the experience and do God knows what with God knows who. But I totally believe that Nick would would spend the $5,000 to $7,000 on a ticket to go to the Super Bowl. I did one Super Bowl and it was like, okay, well. I don't need to do another one. Which one was it? The Bill. I'm, I'm sorry. Patriots Rams. The okay. worst one. The worst one. 2019. It was awful. It was the Jared Goff Rams. Oh, the like Patriots the 13-3 one. That's game? when we got the stripper story. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, was right. The, yeah, in Atlanta. Boy, that's some real. The expose. That's I mean, a morally safer journalistic shocked, experience if I've ever I mean, heard of one. The numbers that story did. I read it. <laughs> I, I clicked on it. Uh, but I, I asked the question to Jason before the show. Would you want your team in the Super Bowl even if you knew they were going to lose? I'm talking as a fan. So your favorite team's the Browns. Would you want them in the Super Bowl even if you knew they were going to lose? Absolutely, yes. I said absolutely not. Why? Uh, because if 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 I'm going to lose, I'd rather not lose on the grand stage. I'd rather be like I'd rather be heartbreaking for me, but not for everybody else. Part of the fun of the Super Bowl is the two weeks building up, leading up to it. The parties, would the it, excitement. For the Browns, would it? Yes. I'm not talking about going. I'm talking about everything. Being home, being in Cleveland. I it, I think it would the be a The game itself would be excruciating. Yeah, but I think the lead-up to it would be yeah, excruciating. I think the day, as a fan who's got to do this, uh, I do think the morning of that first time, 
is just a gut wrenching experience of sure. emotions, right? And so, I don't know that I could do that. It might help me get through it going somewhere where there's endless opportunities to, you know, tamper those feelings and emotions. For <laughs> Owen, for Owen, I think it would be somewhere it it does become old hat for the love of God. I mean, you're talking four out of the last five years. I mean, we're doing it, this year. We I have a full day scheduled before the Super Bowl. So you're kind of you you become used to it. I I would think even the second time I go, all right, I kind of know what to expect the two weeks leading up to it, or whatever. As a fan, but the the first time the Browns go to the Super Bowl, the two weeks leading up, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be dead man walking. I'm going to be terrified the next two weeks. I'll be oh, excited, but I'm going to be terrified the next two weeks because losing on that stage, like I don't think it just becomes like. I don't think it just becomes like Patriots Bears at 85. Like I think it goes down in a horrific fashion. And if it goes down in a horrific Titans, fashion, Titans at the goal yes, line. I don't think like if it's Kevin Dice, if it's Amari Cooper at the one yard line, I don't think my my heart would just explode out of my chest. My point is that I I, I don't know how you could be anxious for two weeks leading up to it. I think you'd be excited and jubilant. I'd be anxious for two weeks. Well, I'd be anxious. The for day two of, weeks. I get. But like, from the time they win the AFC Championship until the morning of the Super Bowl, it's a party. Uh, if they win the AFC Championship, if the Browns win the AFC Championship, at any given time, whether it's this year or 10 years from they now. They might have a parade after that. In I'm, between the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl, there might fine, be a parade. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you from my personal thing, I'm going to tell you guys all this. I do my best. I've, I, I've never flat out lied. I've lied to myself in my emotions on the air. But I've never lied to you. Whatever I've said at that time is what I've absolutely thought. And I can say that with a stone-cold, straight face. And you can bring me a stack of Bibles and whatever whatever test you want to give me. At that moment, I believed exactly what I said. I ended up being wrong or I ended up lying to myself because I'm too emotional of a boy. That would be a day where we would come in the day after, after the Browns won the AFC Championship game going to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you guys this right now. If I'm still on the air, I will sit there and I will do Super Bowl Super Browns and I will act excited and I will be terrified. <laughs> I will be terrified the next two weeks. Clip this and save it. I will be absolutely positively mortified 37 over years the next from two now. weeks because I've never seen anything. My dad's a Dolphins fan. I've never seen the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. I've never seen the Browns in the Super Bowl. I sat there with my uncle. My uncle was a Cowboys fan, so I watched all three Cowboys Super Bowls with my uncle. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm kind of happy for him, but I don't care. Like, I've never really been with anybody who's felt that emotion. Like, uh, the, the Cavs winning the championship, that was exceptional. The, the Ohio State winning the championship in 2002, by the time they won it again, I really wasn't a fan anymore. But in 2002, that was amazing. But th to have that moment, I remember it was, they were such an underdog for the Ohio State one. That I was like, well, whatever happens, happens. It's been a nice year. And then when they got close and they could win it, like that's when your heart started pounding out of your chest. But the lead up to it was like, oh, we'll see how it goes. This, it's it's something I've never been to. It's something I've always dreamed of. I don't think I could physically take losing in the Super Bowl. I certainly couldn't do it emotionally. I don't know what I would do the Monday after the Super Bowl on the air if they lost it. Two one six four seven four to below 92. Would you even want the Browns in the Super Bowl if you knew that they were going to lose? Jason says yes, I say no. Absolutely. We'll get to you guys. 216-474-0092. And the worst thing you can call a player or a team. Coming up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.